Chapter 3. Now she's knowing you. Where are you? Kirishima's text was almost immediately followed by another. You've been bad, Kit Kat. Tisk tisk. Finishing at gym. Meet me at cute cafe ASAP. Bakugo delayed on answering Kiri. Whatever he wanted from him wouldn't be good, whatever it was. Whereas he knew exactly what Kami was referring to when her text flashed across his screen. Why he'd even confided in her was a mystery to him, but she was there, close enough to the situation to understand, but distanced enough to remain impartial. Plus, she reminded him of Kirishima in some ways, calm to balance his chaos, overflowing with happiness and optimism to counter his... everything. Kami stormed over as soon as she entered the cafe, slamming her hands on the table in front of Bakugo. Her eyes were narrowed, but the playful quirk of her lips belied her anger. I thought you said you talked to him last night. Bakugo glared at the cafe patrons that looked in their direction. You sit down, you demented harpy! She sat with a scowl, picking up the green tea Bakugo had placed on the table for her, nodding gratefully before she screwed her face back into a grimace. Seriously, explain. Kiri was at the gym today, and I don't think he looked like a guy who just got told his best friend has been in love with him since forever. Can you please keep your voice down? God, I don't need everyone knowing my business! Kami rolled her eyes and continued sipping at her tea as she waited for him to answer. But he didn't have a good one. The truth sucked. He heard Kirishima come in the night before, and he'd had every intention of going out and talking with him about everything. But when the time came, he froze. And when he heard Kirishima's door close, he'd figure he could do it the next day. But when he'd walk into the kitchen that morning and the cookies he'd bought him were still sitting on the counter, untouched, the answer was clear. Kirishima definitely wasn't interested in him in that way, and he obviously didn't want anything to do with him. He knew Kirishima wasn't gay. He'd always known. But like an idiot, he'd pined after him and made subtle advances for years to no avail. Kirishima, it seemed, had been blissfully unaware, writing off every word, every touch or cuddle as an act between bros. But Bakugo couldn't blame Kiri. He was the one that fell in love with the rockhead. What happened between them on those few precious nights had been a fluke. Bakugo knew that. He'd known it while it was happening, but he allowed himself to believe, if only for a little bit, that maybe Kirishima felt the same way. His delusion shattering a little bit more each time Kirishima pretended to be asleep in the morning, so he wouldn't have to face Bakugo and what had happened between them in the light of day. The day after Bakugo had lost his virginity and he'd woken up to Kirishima's lips pressed against his, he'd allow himself to hope that maybe. But reality didn't work that way. Kirishima wasn't gay. Bakugo knew that with absolute certainty. They'd been best friends for years and he'd never once given any indication that his interest swung in that direction. Kirishima was sweet, though. Bakugo could read the immortal kiss for what it was, an apology, maybe even an act of pity, so he'd given him an out. They both made a mistake. They could pretend it never happened and go back to normal. Bakugo was aware that some manipulative part of him wanted Kirishima to come to him, wrap Bakugo up in his arms, and tell him he couldn't do that, that he wanted Bakugo in the same way Bakugo wanted him. Y yeah, Kirishima had chuckled nervously. What was that? I love you, man, but things have gone a little too far. Maybe it's been too long since we both got laid. <laughs> His laugh then was almost manic, his eyes too wide. Bakugo could clearly see that Kirishima was bothered by what they'd done, and that he could tell it meant more to Bakugo than it had to him. He tried his hardest to convince Kiri that things were good, that it hadn't meant anything to him either. He just wanted things between them to be a good again. They were friends first. They'd always been friends. Nothing had to change. But Kirishima wouldn't let it go. Bakugo could see Kirishima's mood worsening as time went on. Kiri barely managed to look him in the eyes in the weeks following, and it hurt far more than he'd expected it would. Consequently, he enlisted Kami. Not on purpose, of course. 
Objectively, he enjoyed Cammie's company more than he enjoyed the company of most other people, but even still, that wasn't saying much. Cammie could lean on the side of Ditsy occasionally, but when he'd run into her as he was leaving the gym a week before, she immediately dragged him across the street to the same cafe they were meeting at that day, looked at him sternly before resting her head on interlaced fingers and said, Talk to me, babe, the world's most informal therapist. And he proceeded to unload all of his unresolved issues surrounding Kirishima that he'd carried with him ever since high school. It had been Kami's idea to show up to the party together, but her reasoning seemed pretty solid. If Kirishima was worried about Bakugo's feelings for him, showing up with Kami on his arm would assuage any of those fears. And if there was any chance at all, no matter how minuscule, Kirishima actually returned his feelings. Nothing like a healthy dose of jealousy to bring them to the forefront. It was a win-win, sorta. But then Kirishima had gotten so fucked up at the party, Bakugo couldn't even get a good read on him. When they'd spoken at the beginning, he seemed angry, but was it because Bakugo had shown up with Kami, or could he tell it was all a lie? Kirishima always had the uncanny ability to read him. He'd seen the way Kiri sneered at Kami when Bakugo tried to talk to him. He was sure he'd seen right through their little ruse. Then, to make things worse, Hiroshima had mocked him, tried to rile him up by throwing himself at Shinso, and it had fucking worked, making his and Kami's entire plan a complete waste of time. When Kirishima finally fell asleep, bottle still taped to his hand, Bakugo begrudgingly cut him free, hiking him up onto his back with some effort and the assistance of Kami, and they begun the trek home. You throw up on me, I drop you right here, I swear. Kirishima mumbled against his neck. What? You're a liar. Bakugo froze where he stood, Kami walking ahead, completely unaware that he'd even stopped as she continued to talk. What did you say? Bakugo whispered. He heard enough, but he needed to be sure, needed to know. Shed. Kirishima raised his voice then, head still hanging listlessly over Bakugo's shoulder as he spoke, his words slurred. You're a liar, Katsuki. You lie. So he'd been right. Kirishima didn't believe them at all. He knew how Bakugo felt about him, and he wasn't fooled about anything he'd done to convince him otherwise. Kirishima had passed out for good after that, and once Bakugo had gotten him situated on his bed with a trash can nearby and a water bottle on his nightstand, he was ashamed to say he'd cried in Kami's arms for God knows how long before he'd fallen asleep. Sorry, he mumbled when he woke up the next day, embarrassed and angry that he'd broken down like that in front of someone. Hey, don't apologize. Being in love hurts. Trust me, I know. She paused for a bit, rubbing her eyes tiredly before she grinned. Let's do something fun today. Huh? Yeah. Something to take your mind off everything. It'll be great, you'll see. And before he could say he really wasn't in the mood, she darted out of his room. Then of course he'd run into Kirishima, who managed to be even more prickly than he'd been before. Bakugo had basically confirmed that he always wanted more. That everything he'd done or said opposite that was a lie to protect their friendship. To keep Kiri comfortable. Maybe he shouldn't have backtracked to cover his accidental confession? Should have just let the words hang in the air between them? But Kirishima had been so angry. The look in his eyes as he glared at Bakugo stung. He didn't know what to do, how to fix the mess between them. Which truth did Kirishima want, the real one or the lie? Bakugo wasn't really sure he wanted to know the answer. Long story short, he said to Kami. I chickened out. Yeah, no duh, she responded, clearly exasperated. But what does that mean for you two? Bakugo scrubbed a hand down his face. He was exhausted. There was no other way to put it. If they couldn't be together in the way that he wanted, the way that he craved, he just wanted things to go back to the way they were. But it didn't seem like either of those were a possibility anymore. I don't know. Fuck. I need to think. And you're pressing me. And Kiri's texting me. I just... Kirishima sent you a text? She interrupted. When? Why wasn't that the first thing you said? What did he say? He groaned. Stop freaking out, psycho. Just ask me where I was. And... She prompted. And that's it. He just asked where I was. Bakugo showed her the text as proof. Hmm. She sat back in her chair, biting lightly on her lip and thought. Are you going to respond? 
Yeah, I just, I don't know what to say. I know he wants to talk, and I know it's the time we both tell each other everything we've been thinking, but what if that's it? What if we can't find a middle ground and I lose my best friend? Cammy nodded. That's fair. But Bakugo, you're losing him already. Wouldn't you rather know for sure where you stand? That has to be better than this. She was right. He knew she was right, but that didn't make him any more prepared. He quickly typed out a response, turning his phone face down so he wouldn't stare at it waiting for his friend's response. It didn't matter anyway, because as soon as his phone buzzed on the table, he was snatching it up from the table to see Kirishima's reply. His phone vibrated again in his hand. A double text. What'd he say? Cammy leaned over the table in an attempt to peek at his screen, but he pushed her back, ignoring her indignant shout as she fell back into her chair with a huff. He chewed the inside of his cheek as he thought, started typing only to delete and start again. He looked up, hoping to get an encouraging look or word from Cammy, but she was studiously picking at her split ends. No help there, then. Decidedly, Bakugo put his phone back in his pocket without sending anything. He'd use the night to get his head on straight and bolster up some courage. He'd be ready soon. Where are you? He'd sent that text almost two hours before and was still waiting for Bakugo to respond. His friend was a notoriously bad texter, so he wasn't too concerned, but the urge to unpack all of their shit was scratching at him and making him antsy. Kirishima busied himself by cleaning their apartment, something he hardly ever did. Bakugo was the clean freak of the two. He was always getting on Kirishima for leaving cups or random papers around, but even though he complained, he always picked up after him. Bakugo was considerate like that. At the loud sound of his phone vibrating on the kitchen counter, Kirishima darted over immediately, scrambling to pick up the phone in hopes that it would be Bakugo letting him know he'd be home soon. It was Bakugo, but he wasn't telling Kiri he was on his way home. Hey, I'm fine. I won't be back tonight. Don't wait up. Kirishima gnawed at his lip in agitation. He was probably planning on staying with Kami. God, Kirishima's really starting to hate her. Fighting against his impulse to go off on his friend, he took a deep breath and thought about how he should respond. It wasn't Bakugo's fault. It's not like he knew Kirishima planned to confess to him tonight. Okay, NBD. Can we hang out tomorrow? Adding after a couple seconds of thought. Just the two of us? He watched the dots pop up indicating Bakugo was typing. His heart was beating so fast you would think he'd actually told him he loved him. Then the dots stopped, before picking back up again for a few more seconds only to stop again. Ten minutes later, when the dots never reappeared and no response from Bakugo showed on his phone, he realized his friend was blowing him off. Instead of anger, the feeling had started to feel like a comfort the past couple of weeks. He felt resigned. The message was clear. Bakugo didn't want him, and he didn't want to talk about it. And if he didn't want to talk, then there was nothing more for Kirishima to do. It only took him 45 minutes to pack up the most necessary of his belongings. Denki was sitting in pretty much the same place he'd been when he'd left him the day before, only this time Shinso was on the couch with him. Kirishima saw the understanding in Denki's eyes when he saw his overnight bag, but his friend didn't say anything about it, just pushed himself off the couch and dug around their hall closet, pulling out a blanket and pillow. You can have the couch, he said simply. Mm -hmm.